They're just two parents who happen to be dads. One called Harley, the other one is Wads. It's not really Wads, it's Wade! But Wade doesn't rhyme with dads. It's shitting with the door open. We are great, and you are great (laughs) (laughs) for choosing to tune in. Uh, It seems ridiculous with that laugh in the background to even introduce ourselves. You know where you are. You click on the fucking button. But it is shitting with the door open. I'm Harley Breed. That's Wade Duffin. And just a little footnote, um, it just might be a little bit low energy. I'm just saying. It just, we had a little chat beforehand and that was very low energy. Yep. Like very low. Yeah. Like a real low ebb. I would say that in all of our pre-podcast chats, that's the first time that we basically didn't have a laugh. We didn't, there was. No, there was no giggles. No nope. erections, nope. no laughs. Well, speak for yourself. It was, it was just oh, it was a real flaccid conversation. <laughs> I mean, for for context for me, um, I, I'm going through a little bit of stuff um, business-wise that's um, weighing heavy on me. And then also I've just got off a, of a cruise ship. And for those who haven't been on a cruise before, you come off quite discom- discombobulated because – You've been on for three days and you're constantly moving and you're not really aware of it on the ship. I mean, obviously, when there's a big movement, you are, but you yeah. sort of just go on about your day. But your your whole equilibrium is, is being washed up and down and side to side. And when you get off, you're like, woo, literally, you got sea legs and you're like, I don't know how to walk. So that's where my head's at, too. And I think like physically, but also like mentally, you're in the space and yes. it quickly becomes your own world. Like its own little fucking microcosm, its own little biosphere. And then you hop back into the real world and like physically you're like, oh, what's going on like this? But mentally you're like, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Food doesn't come at a buffet. Like what's going on? Yeah, exactly. You're just walking up into restaurants and just taking food and walking away. Just pushing, trying to push people overboard. You're like, oh, no, just push them onto the road instead. Well, I'll tell you what, if I don't get a job soon, I will be just walking into restaurants and taking food. That's where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) Which I suppose we can talk about that. The the level of knockbacks I've had in the last six months is genuinely hard to keep a stiff upper lip with. Like it's, it is, uh, I have, I think I've had more, no's proportionately to yeses than I've ever had in my career. Uh, and they have been big jobs. And um, yeah. a, a couple of them particularly were, not only did I want to do them, but I was sweating on them. And they have all come back with, no, mate. So, um, I mean, I guess my dream of um, slowing down and winding back is coming true. <laughs> <laughs> I had hoped to earn some money to achieve that in a few years' time, but here we are, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Retirement's come early. (laughs) Anyone want to buy a vintage Land Cruiser? (laughs) (laughs) But I um, went to the library today to do some work because I realised with this thing that I'm trying to do, even I always say this thing I'm trying to do, like I'm in the mafia, like I'm some fucking, because I don't want to say... Say it. Trying. Say it now. I want to be a writer. Yeah, you are. A I writer. don't want to say it because it makes me feel disgusting on the inside. <laughs> so I'm always like, oh, this thing, this thing of ours. <laughs> I'm in the waste management business. <laughs> oh, I tell you, I wish I was. I'd be earning some money. 
<laughs> I went down to the library today to work because um, I was like, I always just work at home. Uh, I always just write at home and I'm always just like, oh, look, I can do some washing. I can empty the dishwasher. I can vacuum. I can fucking go on social media. Or yes. I can fucking YouTube. Yes. I can fucking procrastinate. Anything but what you want to anything do. Anything but do what I need to do. Like, oh, what am I doing sitting here writing when I've got fucking the kitchen to clean or fucking yeah. whatever, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, treating this like a pastime rather than a fucking thing. And so I hopped down to the library today to treat it as like an office. Yes. I sat there for like three hours and just worked. And the amount of work that I got done and I kept, because there's no internet theory that's just on my phone. And so I kept like looking at my phone looking at my phone and then slowly but surely less and less and less yeah. because as we've talked before i'm fucking addicted addicted to it yes mate and so i think tomorrow i'm gonna do the exact same thing but i'm just gonna leave my phone at home and so there's no where to go usually. yes there's yeah. no internet down there there's no place for me to go except into the work yeah and it will be very good great idea but i I'm in the slow air, but like Claire, <laughs> she came in before. She must be so sick of this. This fucking mopey, fucking good-looking husband with a massive cock. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, he mopes, but fuck, he is hung. This <laughs> Lucky for that. <laughs> She's like, how was it? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. What is this? What kind of choices have I made? And then I was in the shower yesterday, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, what was I doing? Furiously so masturbating, long? I imagine. Yeah, well, after <laughs> and then before, like in between, <laughs> between the masturbating, <laughs> I had like this two minute window. <laughs> it, was, it was a busy schedule. <laughs> It's just, it's just like, go, 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 go. All right. Let's ponder the meaning of my life. Go, 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 go. You couldn't see the face and the hand that I'm making if you're listening, but Harley could. And, and it, it was, was very good. vigorous. It was a real look into your private life <laughs> that I may have seen before. <laughs> Anyway, um, I was like, like, where have I started? Like, my, when did I start thinking about, like, my life? And I started thinking about my life. It's almost like I've had, like, these two lives. There was everything up until my mid-30s yeah. where I was just kind of, like, living very much in the moment, yes. very much for now. I wasn't thinking yeah. about uh, two steps ahead or a year ahead or a day yeah. ahead or fucking an hour ahead. I was like, what do I want to do right now? What is the thing for now? Now, 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 now. And it wasn't until the girls were born that I was like, oh, they started their life. I'm like, well, fuck, when am I going to start my... They've <laughs> <laughs> oh, already got a head fucking... start on me. <laughs> I should probably fucking start. And it's that thing where... <laughs> I saw this great YouTube clip and it was a bit kind of like, um, or Instagram thing, whatever it was. And it was a bit kind of like hacky and that kind of like TikTok psychology kind of thing, sure. but it's like that pop psychology, I guess. Yeah. But it was still like a great point. And they start off like this race where they're like, all right, everybody who um, is white, take a step forward. And then, you know, like uh, in this group of kids, this oh, mixed group this. of like yes. kids. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
and so the white kids take a step forward and everybody with like uh with two parents in the house take a step forward and everybody yeah. with um uh college degree parents take a step forward and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And so and then in the end they're like, all right, so this is the race. And you've got like a handful of kids out the front and you've got like a handful of kids out the back and people yeah. like kind of scattered in and like and that is life. That's right. Really? Yes. yes. I thought it was like a great metaphor for yeah. how some people will just start ahead. And I think I have <laughs> this is so stupid. Pop psychology, I love it. Yes. I have kind of like started ahead in life, just like, you know, a count of like um uh skin and colour yes. and yep. sex and, and sexuality, yep. blah blah blah. But then I didn't do anything. It's like yeah, right you, go. You didn't like, use your privilege. I, no, I didn't make use of it. I didn't go like, oh, okay. Oh, I better get onto this and go. Yeah. I just kind of sat there looking around. Like just having a wee look at the trees, smelling the flowers. Like, if anything, I started to go backwards. Like, oh, what is back there? That looks I better go check out the back. So I just started like walking backwards. And then I get to like 35 and I'm like, oh shit, no, I've got to go, I've got to start going. I've got to start running. Yeah. And now because I fucking almost trained my brain not to fucking think about stuff, I'm finding it hard even years later to be like all right make this happen make this make this happen and so i'll go through patches of like all right i'm feeling good i'm working on this stuff i'm getting this stuff done and then other patches of like what the fuck yeah the fuck yeah i mean anyway. i've got myself i i would say just a little note there and you already did it but just for anyone listening be really wary of that style of um psych and psychiatry that just pops up on social media. It can be really dangerous and you can get some oh, information that is absolutely not okay. Um, other things are really great just to take at face value and what they are. Um, but I've got myself into – I've had similar reflections to you as well. It's like I've got all of this privilege. What have I done with it? Like what, I've squandered <laughs> it. And then I've got myself into um, a state now and partly because of these knockbacks that I'm getting that I just, I can't do anything. I'm no good at anything. This this real um, woe is me, pessimistic kind of look, like down to the fact, the the points of like, I just want to build a shed, right? I just want, I just want to build a shed on my property and yeah. uh, just a little tiny thing. And then I just go, you wouldn't be able to do that. You'll fuck it up. You won't, you won't be able to do it. Like that's what, that's how my head's going. It's like, well, just do it. Just just do it. Just do it. And who cares if Just I fuck it, it up? Then I'll fix. I'll fix that. I guess it doesn't really matter. But I'm, I'm really conscious of that at the moment. That I'm doing that to myself. That and I know we've talked about this a lot. And um, there's all sorts of reasons that I can point to as why I'm doing that. But they're not really important because I know I'm doing it. So let's find some ways to stop doing it. And um, I know I've spoken a bit about this too. But I've been using this. Um, to try and change things up. And, the, and the, the most recent one I did is when I line up at security to go either onto the plane or onto the ship, going onto a ship is basically the same as getting onto a plane. You've got to go through security. Um, and I hate it. I fucking hate it. Like it, I, 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 uh, at the least I hate it. At the most I have genuine panic attacks and I can't cope in those yeah. lines. People are too close. I hate the authority of people that I don't think should be in a position of authority. I hate taking off my belt like it makes any bloody difference. All of that. And um, just on on Friday when I was boarding the ship, I just went to myself, I went, just say you love it. Just say you love it. Just say you love being in yeah. that line. And so I did, um, knowing full well I was just trying to trick myself. And I have never passed through security quicker. 
Um, I had a couple of really lovely conversations with um, some other passengers that were lining up and then the security guards. I, I was on the ship faster than I've ever been. I felt great. And I was like, that was a great experience. Like it's such a tiny, simple little thing that I was that I, like I was privy to. I knew I was tricking myself, but it worked. It completely worked. And and that is a hard thing to maintain. Um, and I'm I'm not trivialising it. There's you do have low ebbs, and sometimes it's really difficult to just go, yeah, everything's tickety boo. Um, but uh, it's a better state to be in, and it actually helps things go past. You're like, that's fine. I've got to take my belt off. It's all right. Well, I think it's like it goes back to what we were talking about like last week where it's just that having a positive attitude, like oh. just changing that mindset Yes. from I don't have to go to the library and, and fucking write. I yes. get to go to the library and write. Yes. I get to create these stories. You get to go on stage and like tell these stories. Yes. You know, like we get to hang out with our children. Uh, maybe we get to hang out with them too much. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> well, see, I, you know, same thing. There's... Um, so different people uh, at times either who do cruise ships or don't will have a negative opinion of cruise ships and I have certainly been one of those prior to ever doing cruise ship comedy um, and I did the same thing um, uh, on this ship I just went you get to walk out and it's a beautiful theatre on this ship like a, 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 as good as most I don't know what the size is it might be it might even be a 500 seater um, it's big it's a huge theatre um, big rake seating up from your big huge stage, um, yeah. and, and it was just you know the ship was in and out of Sydney, so just the majority of the people were from Sydney. Um, so what does it matter um, whether it's out on the water or not? And I had a belter of a gig. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, you know the first one I have to be PG. I'm not. Um, so I did two shows in the one night in the middle of the, uh, of the ship is all I do. And um, the first one has to be PG because the kids are allowed in. And the front row were all young boys. Um, Great. Ranging in age, age from, probably from about 10 to about 15. And I was deliberately naughty. Like I was pushing the boundaries of the things that I could talk <laughs> about. Um, and the, I could see the parents were at the end of the row and they were loving it. And the adults were <laughs> loving it. And I'm doing things that are deliberately meant to go over their heads. And this little <laughs> this little 10-year-old goes, I know what you're saying. <laughs> because <laughs> i was talking about you know it was the it was the lead up to a new bit i've got about having my new baby and yeah. um and I, I was talking about contraceptive methods and stuff like that and he goes i know what you're saying and i went of course you do because it's how you got here champ your mum and dad did a route <laughs> didn't they <laughs> if maybe if your parents knew about contraceptive methods you wouldn't be here <laughs> and it was a lot of fun and so you know in, in the and the, the, the doldrums, the um, the down, the sadder times, you just go, well, actually, that was fucking excellent. That was heaps of fun. Yeah, yeah. I am I am my own worst enemy mentally, mm. 100%. Right. On my own. Like, I'm, like, my biggest, like, I am syphysis. You know, like, the dude who, like, pushes the rock up the hill? The Greek. Sounds Greek. Yeah, that Greek myth. Yeah. I'm me pushing myself up the hill. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like, here we go. I'm almost to the top. And then I'll be the rock going, no, no, no. <laughs> just roll the way back down. And we go, oh, I'm going to push myself back up again. And then I'll like push and I'll just roll myself back down. It's so stupid. Yeah, yeah it and is. I think way too much. I'm way too concerned with uh, other people's opinions. But not everybody. No. Just some people. 
yeah. for some reason and I've randomly out of nowhere decided, oh, their opinion matters or their opinion matters. Yes. And it, it's nobody matters. <laughs> my no. opinion matters. And my close inner circle, like that's who I should fucking worry about. But even and their opinions that, don't matter because your close inner circle just loves you. They yes. just love you. So even then, if they've got a negative opinion of you, well, I doubt they would, um, you, you know, I'm using myself in this group, in your inner circle. Like, if I've, if I've got a problem with you, it doesn't e- ever outweigh my love for you. So no. whatever. But I, but I feel like if you had a problem, you'd say it. And the problem would be like, oh, you've done something, you're, you're acting like in a dickhead way, pull yeah. your head in. I'd be like, oh, yeah, great. Yeah. Here's Harley. Fucking trust his opinion. Yeah, you know, what I, mean? I wouldn't feel hurt do. by it. I'd be like, "Fucking thanks you. for telling me." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what'd you say? I said, "Which I'd never do. I'd just always back you." I'm like, "No, nah, if I can keep going, mate, that's the best." <laughs> <laughs> keep pushing that rock, buddy. You'll get there. <laughs> fine. Who needs a rock at the top of the hill anyway? It's no one needs it up there. Just let it stay down here. <laughs> and when I'm down the bottom. You're like, "What's it doing down here? Get it up to the top, Duffin." <laughs> Come on, mate. I'll help you. And that's the thing, right? I'll help. You. I'll push you. You roll yourself into a ball, try and suck your own dick, and I'll roll you up while you're doing it. <laughs> this is so stupid, trying to suck their own dick. We've been sending each other, and this is so funny, I've sent you a couple of things of dudes putting, like, fireworks in their backside and really their bottoms and, really then, like, setting them on fire. Just idiot. And it was just the funniest thing because how dumb. I've so never dumb. seen... I've never seen a group of young women and like, you know, I'm going to be a bit gendered here. Yes. I'm going to fucking, I'm oh, going to throw it I think it, out it needs to be in this particular topic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I've only ever seen young, a group of young dudes, and it's always young men as well, yeah. like get something like fucking like fireworks, put it in their ass crack <laughs> and then set fire to it. And then like the firework just like sprays like hot fire all over their bum and they like roll around the ground. And then you watch another body do it and like this other like TikTok or this other fucking Instagram reel. And they do the exact same thing. Yes. Like it yes. never works. So somebody's watching this idea. <laughs> they've seen it like not work and they've gone, fuck yeah. I'll give that a crack. Mate. Like it's no wonder. It's no. This one's for you, Nellie Thomas. I had this thought. I thought she's going to appreciate this. It's no wonder men get paid more. We need hazard pay. <laughs> we need that extra like twenty five cents. Look on the dollar. Based, based on that argument, it's definitely women that should be paid more just to deal with our absolute stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, back in the in the late nineties, um, uh, my Randall, the great Randy B, and I were—I I don't know if I've told this on the pod before—we went um, camping up the beach, Double Island Point, and um, we'd run out of smokes. And our cousin had a whole deck, and we were like, "Give us a smoke." And he goes, "All right." Oh no, actually, it was beers. It was maybe both. Um, late nineties, we're all fucking getting loose. It was like uh, Easter long weekend, and we just wanted a beer. Because um, there's no shops nearby, you're, you're you're just on the beach, miles away from anything. Yeah. And um, here, all right, if you both play a game of flaming assholes, which was <laughs> the game was to put a trail of toilet paper in our ass, just <laughs> naked from the waist down, set the other end on fire, and then run like the billyo before the fire catches up to your ass. <laughs> We didn't even question it. We just went, well, if that's what I'm going to do to get a beer, righto. And so off we fucking set. 
and we just went galloping down this beach <laughs> and Randall's burning paper fell out and he quickly grabbed it because you've got to follow the rules and um, <laughs> jammed it back up but put the hot end back in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I don't even know what the, the competition was or who had to win, whatever. And we get back up to the sand dune where everyone's sitting and our cousin just went, oh, I would have given you a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Your cousin rules. That's the best. Oh, oh man. God. We used to, like, when I was, like, a teen, we'd get, like, like drunk and high and we'd shoot fireworks at each other. We'd go yes. to the store. This one you could just buy fireworks over the thing and we'd have, like, um, uh, Roman, Roman candles. candles. Yes. Or something like, and stuff like very similar to that, that just shoot fucking balls of flame, like sparkly balls of fire. And we'd just be like, you know, go down to like the river, which <laughs> like amongst these trees and just shoot fireworks at each other. No protection, no face. And be like, if you hit someone in the head, you'd be like, ah, I got you in the head. Not worry about like blinding somebody. Just the dumbest stuff. But no, nothing just has dumb. changed, mate. Like my, my father had um, easier access to fireworks in his youth than, than we did. Um, but we used to have work at, on construction sites and, um, you know, the food trucks that will drive around the construction sites for smoko time to sell your pie or whatever. We used to have a fireworks truck that would drive around and illegally sell us fireworks. That's where we'd get our fireworks. <laughs> and we absolutely did the, you know, the Roman candle fights and things like that. Back in Dad's era, um, you know, in the 50s and the 60s, they, were, they would play a game where they'd get either, a, I think it was called a Tom Thumb, um, yeah, I know the tiny, ones. Tiny little crackers, and you yeah. light it and hold it in your hand, <laughs> and whoever got to hold it until the bang went off um, was the bravest. Well, this one kid, um, to Dad's story, grabbed a thripney bunger, as I think what they're called, which is a little bit bigger, and held it until it went off, and he fucking blew his little finger off. <laughs> Just, and nothing has changed. Nothing. Look, it's, it's still the same. We're still dumb as shit. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, but it is good. It is good to remind myself, one, that we're all dumb as fuck. Yes. But two, nobody but me really cares. Like, I'm really kind of like the only one who focuses on what I'm doing. Yeah. And that is not a negative. That For me, that's a positive. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so focus on the positives and focus on the, on the good parts about yourself because uh, you're right. I think we we go about our days and think that people are out there talking about us or or even just thinking about us. In, in, yeah. Even even if that was in a just imagine right if we flip this and imagine all of those people that you're worried are thinking something bad about you are all thinking something good about you. Well, it's preposterous. They're not out there thinking about you. Because they're just no. not out there thinking about you. They're, they're thinking no, they've thinking about got, their own shit. Like the way that I go about my day, I'm not thinking about everybody else. No. Well, I am, but I'm thinking about them. Thinking about, thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I think I told you. Like I think I've said this before, but I for years just thought people like staring at me and I'm walking down the street or be sitting in a cafe for years. And I was just like, fuck, why is everybody always staring at me? This is so fucked. And I thought I, was, I seriously had that Truman Show complex for a while. I was like, what the fuck is happening? And then Claire, I said it to Claire one day, you know, a few years after we got married. And she's like, yeah, because you talk to yourself. I'm like, <laughs> what? 
no, I don't. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you're always walking around just mustering to yourself, like nonstop. And I'm like, it was such a relief. Like yeah. I felt like, I was like, yes, I would also stare at somebody if they were talking to themselves. Yes. Just to not have it like all in my head. Yeah. And I'm just constantly walking around just fucking bap, 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 telling yeah. my own little stories. Do you know? Too funny. Do you know what makes you feel good too? I was just reflecting on this, and 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 apologies for this potentially sounding like a humble brag, and it's not. It's to the point of of trying to have a better existence. Um, I've been conscious over the years that, um, unbeknownst to me, and but now very well known to me, I can be quite intimidating uh, to people because I'm massive. I'm just a big. Yeah. I'm a big person, and often, um, certainly around my job, I'm a big personality. Yeah. And so uh, what what I at times attempt to do when, when I'm reflecting on that and I'm aware of it is to try and make people feel uh, feel safe in a space and feel uh, included. Anyway, I did um, the, the JFL Festival at the Opera House before I got on uh, the cruise ship and um, there's a relatively newer comic to the scene uh, from New Zealand um, and a really lovely bloke. And he was there with his um, girlfriend or wife, I can't remember. And um, it wasn't a super conscious effort that I did this, but I could I could read the nerves on him. He was about to, it's a big gig and I've done it before. And so I'm a little bit, eh, well, fucking, I'll get up there and I, I, I want to do a good job. I'm not saying I didn't, but, um, and I also definitely not saying I don't have nerves, but it's a completely different ball game to me than it was for him. Yeah. And I didn't go over the top. I just, I just tried to talk to him and his wife and they're planning on moving out here um, and, and I, I was just trying to be positive and, and um, sort of G him up a little bit for the show and, and, and try and downplay the show a little bit for him to make it, you know, um, a little bit of an easier moment. Anyway, I, like I said, it wasn't a big deal and I didn't really think much more of it. I had some beers and went home um, to the hotel, got on the cruise ship. When I got off the cruise ship, I had this beautiful message from him thanking me for holding that space for him and his wife and and making them feel welcomed and making him feel calm. I thought that was such a tiny thing that I did. It really was very small, but it made a big impact for him. And I feel that, really honoured to have been a part of that. So excellent. Mm. It's excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really nice thing. And can I say, like, you're always, like, gassing me up and it's great. But you... Like you're in a bit of a low ebb at the moment, but I'm also here for you, for whatever you Thanks, need. Mate. You know what I mean? And I've seen you kill at comedy for fucking twenty plus years. Thanks, you know, mate. for a long, long time. And I've seen you go up, 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 and do so many great gigs and get so many great fucking things. You know, like all the fun stuff that you've yes. you've got to do. Yes, I've got a great set of the set of accomplishments in my past. Yeah, so it's easy to, because um, this is what I do, easy to focus on like these low pieces when you're in them. It's fuck, it's just natural. That's human nature. But I also believe that will pass. Well, also change, the reason people avoid change is because it's hard and it hurts. And I am in a great stage of change, huge things. Like a, yeah. a, a move is one of the most stressful things you can do. Um, having a baby is one of the most stressful things that you can do. Um, and, uh, you know, those sort of things all happened at the same time as I also was starting to lose certain um, parts of my employment. Um, 
but that's by design. I've I've made these decisions because I think it's the right thing for my family to move up to where I am, and I'm um, so overjoyed uh, with my baby that is here. That w- was not yep. a planned thing, and it's just a wonderful thing. And of course, things are hard because when you change, things dip down. If you if you look at the lots of people might know this, but the bell the bell curve of a business and the bell curve of yep. change. You're actually meant to change on that way up, on that point, just before the curve. And what will happen is at that change, you will dip down. But your dip down will not be as low as the dip down if you didn't change. Yeah. <clears throat> so then your your subsequent rise will go up as if we're looking at a graph on an upward trajectory rather than yeah. just a wavy line that is just up and down and up and down and up and down. And, and so yeah. that, that's what I've done, you know, and I, um, I have made quite an abrupt change to my life and I'm having a dip and it's going to be that way. And I'm trying, I'm saying this right now to remind myself of it, that yeah. you, you do these big hard decisions and then hopefully that, that dip is a, is a rapid one and then you come out uh, on the other side yeah. of it. I am going to take that graph dip change and, you know, use it in my life as well because I've made, like, this big thing. I've made this big change and, like, I've made a bit of a dip. Yeah. But I'm still working on the stuff and it's just getting everything in place and making things happen to kind of, like, get going back up and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Does that make sense? Or am I just talking Absolutely it does, mate. Absolutely it does. And, and, um, you know, I've watched you make these conscious efforts to – to, to follow something that is a passion of yours and you're, you've had so much self-doubt since you finished that um, degree. Um, yeah. And uh, it's sort of understandable because now you don't have the protection uh, of that learning environment where, where it's just it's quite exciting in the learning environment because you're just yeah. absorbing. Now you're just on your own. Now you've got to do something. Well, it was, somebody explained it to me like when I was nearing the end of it. It was like, uh, it's like this is just getting your learner's license. This is just sitting the learner's test. Great. Like now you go out and learn how to fucking to do it. You You've got to get mean? on the road now. Now you've got to get on the road. Yes. And that's where it gets a bit scary. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but the worst that can happen is is nothing. Is nothing. And that's yeah. That's happening now. So and that's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm looking for like this fear of like, oh no, what if something terrible happens? Like, but this is it. Like this is the worst yes. <laughs> that it's going to get and it's not terrible. Yeah. So what am I afraid of? You know what I mean? Yes. Am I afraid of success or am I afraid of failure? Because if I'm afraid of failure, this is it. <laughs> you know? like, I don't mean that in a bad way, not in sure. a fucking, but this is, I'm there now. Well, because, <laughs> so, and the only, just, the only reason you're failing is because you're not putting it out there. And then, and, yeah. and if you do put something out there and it fails, well, then you learn something. You know, yes. and then you, you you do it again and you don't do the thing that you think was the reason for that failure. And then you go on and then you might fail again. You're like, now you've got two things. Now you've learned two things of, yes. of, of why you failed. Do it again. Then you've got three fucking things that you've learned. Yep. And and what have you got now? You've got a learning experience that that um, is invaluable. Like you, that, that's incredible to be able to have that. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just really, I'm just really holding myself back at the moment with my own like self doubts and my own fucking self, self, I don't want to say like loathing because <laughs> that's a bit strong, but you know, like it's definitely like a, maybe a lack of self uh, love, I guess. Well, it, be. it becomes addictive, I think. Self love. Yeah. You know, it really does. And like when I'm in a good mood, I'm fucking jazzed up. 
Yes. And then all of a sudden that gizmo disappears and yeah. it's gone. And I was like, where did that go? It was there yesterday. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. that? And now I'm fucking back down at the bottom of this hill again. I did a thing the other night because um, the nerves were sort of coming, getting the better of me. Um, and I was like trying to get myself back in my body. I think your wife did a show about this, um, but certainly um, Alistair Tremblay Birchall did. Um, I think he did a show called Success Arms. Um, anyway, and I'm pretty sure Claire did a joke about it too. And there's this psychology of just holding your hands up in the air. You just hold your oh, hands. Power pose. Power pose, right? So you just hold yep. your hands triumphantly up in the air. Um, and it just it just makes you feel better. And I, I remembered it just as I walked on stage. And so that's what I did. I just that's how I walked on stage at the opera house. I just walked on with both my hands up in the air. <laughs> and and it, it might have come across looking arrogant or whatever. I don't give a fuck. It was for me to try and get back in my body because the nerves were yeah. almost vibrating me out of myself. And um, I felt great. It just turned great. out it works. <laughs> you know, it was... all these little, little little tricks to try yes. to trick your mind. I mean, but yeah. they some of them work. Some of them absolutely. Good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be coming up to visit you very soon. Mate, I'm pumped. It's like Christmas. It's so exciting. It's so exciting. In a couple of weeks? What day is it now? We're in, uh, yeah, I'm going to build you a garden weeks. shed to sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> Wade's wank den. <laughs> It'll be a padded cell. There'll be no windows. I've got children. I'm not letting that shit around my children. Put these mittens on, you filthy animal. <laughs> Tape them on. Tape on the oven mitts. <laughs> I'm genuinely excited. I uh, It'll be great because, you know, the another thing that um, – I, I don't know if I brought it up because the last episode, obviously, we were in the same room with each other. I know I said this to you in person, and so I apologise, um, dear listener, if I said this, but what I realised is when I went back – to see you that night is the first time I've been back since the move that I realised, oh, fuck, I, I moved away. Like, I really moved away. Yeah. Um, and and so to have you come up, um, you know, I'm in a fairly isolated suburb out here. There's not a lot to say do. There's not a lot of accommodation out here. You know, there's not going to be a lot of people um, that will come and see me. You're, you're one of very few. Like, it's you and then uh, you're coming a week after my mates Ernie and Oki uh, and yeah. their kid come up to stay. Um and so it's great. It's I'm super excited uh, about having you here. Yeah, man. It's going to be the best, the best, best, best. But I like don't mind because I'm not coming up to do stuff. I'm coming up to do like some um, podcast stuff for that narrative podcast that I've written. Yes. So that'll be fun. Do one night, one night of that. And then I'm just coming to you for four nights. Hang out, yes. record some podcasts. Yeah. Like help out around the house. See your kids. Yeah. See Hannah. Un- it's Uncle Wade be will be here. Uh, and it'll be great to have you here. Yeah, man. Uh, as always, this has been such a great chat. I needed it. Yeah, same, I man. It. Yeah, I, to be honest with you, I didn't think we were going to get an episode out today, but we've got there. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I, did, I thought we'd get like five minutes in and be like, we just released this. That'll be fine. It'll be great. Anyway. Um, there will be a episode, a Patreon episode about penises coming out on Friday. Yes. We were going to record it last week when Harley was here, but by the time we got around to recording it, maybe a few too many. Just a, um, yes. Just a couple of raspberries. Many. Just a few too many. Just a few too many raspberry and Cokes. Yes. And, <laughs> to, you to know. Do, to, to do to, the topic justice. That's right. To speak about the very serious subject of penises. <laughs> so we didn't want, to, we didn't want to be drunk. 
<laughs> we don't want to be stupid about it. <laughs> Honestly, if you needed any other reason to sign up for Patreon, I uh, like I'm frothing at this next episode because we we silly stupidly we were like. Um, let's just put it out to the Patreon members um, whether they want us to do an episode about penises. And the questions are very funny, but also require quite a serious answer. So I yeah. tell you, <laughs> jump on board <laughs> and here, Wade and I, with our medical degrees, discuss the penis from a serious, <laughs> we'll be serious <laughs> point we'll of view. probably do a part B, like a part two. About vaginas after that. So put your well, questions in. Um, I'll let you do that one on your own. I'm not touching it. <laughs> I'll take this one solo. Don't worry. No one needs to hear what we have to say about it. <laughs> no, it was just, no, clearly not. <laughs> we'll still say it. Don't get me wrong. Just no one needs it. <laughs> oh, all right. Good chat, buddy. All right. Love you, yeah. mate. Love you, mate. See you, boy. <laughs>